Hey, 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 everybody, and welcome to another episode of Life After Life with me, Sandy Byrne. And in today's episode, I want to talk to you about five tips for improving your readings with a psychic or a medium. Because, you know, while we can say, you know, yes, this is their responsibility to get it right or to give me a good reading or whatever it might be, okay? Obviously, some of the responsibility falls with you as well to be prepared for your reading, okay? So I want to talk to you about just, I mean, there's probably loads that we could talk about, but I'm just going to talk about five ways that you can prepare for either a psychic or a medium reading so that you get the best experience. Okay, so the first one I'm going to talk about, I'm sure you all know it, but I'm going to mention it anyway, is no alcohol or drugs. Okay, and you know, this was one of the main reasons that I stopped doing house parties, because no matter how much I asked people not to drink alcohol before their reading, there was always someone who had a drink or two while they were waiting. Okay, now I've nothing against drinking alcohol. Okay, do whatever you, f- you feel makes you happy. But there's a couple of reasons why you shouldn't drink when getting a message, okay? Or indeed, if you're someone who is developing your mediumship connection to spirit, you should also never drink or be hung over when giving readings. So the same way you should never drink or be hung over when receiving a reading, you should always, maybe more importantly, never drink or be hung over when you're giving somebody a mediumship reading, a psychic reading, healing or whatever. Okay, now the same thing applies for medication. Okay, of course, there's people that will be on prescription medications. That's between them and their doctor. Okay, but I would advise that you don't take a sleeping tablet or a relaxer or indeed any kind of recreational drugs right before a reading. Okay, it's going to affect your reading. There's no way. Um, so the main reason why we would advise people not to drink alcohol or to be hungover when having a reading is because alcohol dehydrates you okay we know this we've all been there we've been gulping down water after night on the town or we've woken up with our tongue stuck to the roof of our mouth okay well connection to spirit also dehydrates you okay and that goes for anything be it a medium or psychic reading or even receiving healing you will be dehydrated you should always drink plenty of water after any kind of spiritual connection okay However, if you're already dehydrated, okay, before you go for a reading, a healing session, whatever, the spirit connection on top of that could actually make you sick, okay, because you're already dehydrated, you're going to into something that's going to make you more dehydrated, it's going to make you sick, okay? Another reason why is because being under the influence of drink or medication can make you extra emotional. It can, okay, we've all had a little cry or a few tears when we've had a few drinks okay and if you're super emotional even before you have a reading or a healing session it's less likely that you will get an accurate reading from spirit because spirit always assess what's going on in your energy before they give you anything okay therefore if there's a chance that you will be too emotional and upset then they are less likely to come through and give you the messages you want They don't want to make you upset, okay? Especially as you've come to them for a reading. 
probably because other stuff is going on in your life right now. But if you're already stressed because of life and emotional because of drink or medication, then it's not the best time to be having a reading because that's potentially, the reading is going to potentially raise your emotional level even more. Okay? And, you know, you're there for a reading, either from a loved one who has passed away or looking from guidance for from your spirit guides, okay? This requires your full attention and concentration. The reader is only reading your energy because your loved ones and spirit guides come in using your energy. We as mediums or readers, we then have to translate the message. However, if your energy isn't up to receiving the message, then we don't have much to work with. Okay, so there's also a respect issue here. Okay, if you're having a reading from someone who has trained and practiced for years and years, okay, mediumship doesn't happen overnight, neither does psychic work or healing for that matter. Okay, it takes years of training and practice. Okay, and you come in just for a bit of fun or not taking it seriously. Okay, trust me. Okay, us readers are gentle souls and we take what we do seriously. It drains us of our energy, okay? It doesn't just come for free. You know, I frequently get sick when I've been really busy and I've done a lot of readings. It drains me so much, okay? It's soul destroying when you are sitting in front of someone, having taken the time to meditate and prepare yourself after years of practice to have someone come in tipsy and tell you that they're only there for the crack. Okay, now if you're listening outside of Ireland, uh, crack isn't crack cocaine, but crack spelled C-R-A-I-C is the fun. Okay, you're you're just there for the fun of it. Okay, so uh, that's soul destroying um, for someone, you know, who has put so much into your reading before you even arrive. Okay. So be mindful, try not to um, drink alcohol or take any medications. I don't not take medications that have been prescribed for you. Okay, but pick a time for your reading where you won't be just after taking a relaxer or something like this that might, you know, distance your energy from spirit. Okay. Number two, choose a time for your reading when you will be relaxed okay now this is a biggie huge okay so um while i do all my readings online okay a lot of people still prefer to see a medium or a psychic in person that's fine it's a personal choice okay whatever way you are being read try to choose a time when you will be relaxed a time when you're not rushing from work you know having to deal with rush hour traffic or whatever Make sure to allow yourself plenty of time to arrive for your reading or to be connected online. Okay, you want to have a few minutes before the reading where you're in a waiting room, either in person or online, where you're relaxed, you're comfortable and you're ready for whatever you see receive in the reading. Okay, trust me, this can make your reading more powerful because you have given yourself time to clear your mind of all the stresses you might have going on in your life or around you. You're preparing to connect either with a loved one in spirit or with your spirit guides. You want to be mentally prepared. Okay. Now, because I do all of my readings online, I know how important this is. Okay. Because a lot of people, despite the fact that I ask them to, they don't try and connect with the link I give them until the time of their reading. 
then if they have trouble connecting or something is wrong or their internet's down or their microphone's not working or whatever, they panic, okay? This, of course, affects their energy and they start the reading all flustered, okay? So you're on the back foot straight away. This affects their energy, but also their understanding of messages, okay? Because, you know, if you're flustered about connecting your microphone or your earphones or whatever, you're not going to be thinking logically about, you know, the information you're getting in a reading. So, for example, I did a reading uh, for someone, right? They were looking to connect with their mother and their mother did come through. But they had got up, caught up in traffic in town, okay? They went into town, um, which they're entitled to do, but they didn't leave themselves enough time to get home and get settled and, and connected for the reading. So they ended up sitting in their car at the side of a busy road for their reading. And they were so flustered, okay? So when I, in the reading, I was giving them information about their mother, okay? So, uh, for example, I was talking about a particular coloured dress with a very specific design on it. They absolutely, this person couldn't take the message at all, okay? But they did ring me back later because when she arrived home, she looked at her mother's picture in the hallway. Now, this picture was taken on her own wedding day and the dress her mother wore to her wedding was exactly as I had described it. And her mother mentioned this dress because that lady looked at this picture every single day and she spoke to her mother in the picture every single day. But because she was flustered, she couldn't think, okay? It just didn't, the information didn't resonate with her, okay? So it's really, really important that you're relaxed and prepared, okay? Now, as well as being on time and connected and whatever, you have other things like animals and children, etc. These are distracting, okay? Children are distracting, okay? Now, I'm not asking you to lock your children or your animals up in a box while you have a reading, okay? But what I'm asking you is to think about when you're booking a time, okay? Perhaps book a time when your children are in school or they're in bed, okay? Or bring the animals indoors. Or, you know, if you know the postman comes at maybe 11 o'clock every day and your dog always barks at the doorman, don't book 11 o'clock for your reading, okay? So just give some thought as to what goes on in your life every day. And then, you know, pick a time that suits you for your reading, okay? Because being relaxed and prepared, it really improves your experience of the reading. I promise, okay, I've been there. I've been on the other side where I'm trying to read for somebody who's all flustered, okay, and they don't get what they wanted to get from the reading, okay? Number three, don't have any expectations, okay? Now, I know that while we all go to a medium reading um, with someone in particular in mind, so you might think you want to talk to mom or dad or granny or brother or sister, whoever's passed, okay? Keep your mind open because I guarantee that you all know more than one person in spirit. And sometimes more people want to come forward and say hello. Okay, it's a reunion. It's a joyous occasion and spirit are as excited as you are, okay? So, for example, even um, if you have a granddad, say, that may have passed when you were six years old and you don't remember much about him, whereas your mam may have only passed a year ago, okay? Don't be surprised or even don't be closed to the fact that granddad might come through first, okay? And there's a couple of reasons for that, okay? Uh, one, maybe because he wants to open up the energy to make it easier for your mother to come through, 
Okay, don't forget mam's only in spirit for a year. Okay, to her that's like 12 days. So a month in spirit as a rule of thumb, a month in earth time is like a day in spirit time. So to her it would be just 12 days. She may not necessarily have built up enough information to open up the energy herself. So her dad will come through with her and he will open up the energy for her. Okay, and that makes it easier for her to connect. But as well as that, he's also going to want you to know that she's not on her own in the spirit world. So he's going to come through first and say, hey, it's me. Um, I know you don't remember much about me, but I remember pushing you on your swing when you were a tiny girl. And I always sang this particular song to you. But look who I've got here for you. It's your mom. OK, so be open minded about who comes through. OK, but this open mindedness, this also goes for the information you received from your loved one in spirit. OK, it's so common for people to tell their loved ones um, before a reading. You know, we're always talking to our loved ones. We say, oh, gosh, you know, uh, will you mention this so that I know it's you? OK, so you might ask them to mention maybe a nickname or the color of a dog you had as a child or what you had for dinner last Sunday or whatever. OK, and, you know, I totally get it. We all need proof. However, if you're look, if you're going to keep your communication with your loved one to, to a specific number of topics, then they won't have time or energy to get around to talking about what they want to say to you. OK, so I'm not necessarily saying that it doesn't happen in readings that spirits can come through and confirm what you have asked them. OK, I mean, it even happened to me in my very first stage show. One of the first uh, people that I connected with, their loved one said to me, "Ah, you've got a, um, she's got a picture of her dog um, that she had as a child in her bag. And she asked me to mention it. OK, it does happen. OK, but what I'm saying is that your loved ones will want to talk about specific things that they have seen or become aware of to show you that they are around you. OK, so be open to whatever comes up um, in the reading. OK, it might not be what you expected, but if they want to see it, let them see it. OK, there's a reason for it. Now, also, you know, when I'm reading spirit, OK, when I'm doing a mediumship reading, I don't always get to mention everything I see from your loved one. OK, there's times in a reading where I'm getting three or four different versions or visions of memories at once. OK. And different versions, maybe, because especially if you're doing a family reading, people have, you know, different memories of how something went down. OK, but I get so many different visions all at once that I have to pick out the one that's the clearest and what comes across as being the most important to give to you. OK, I'm not censoring messages, but if I get a quick vision of, um, for example, an old style red car, OK, but nothing else with it, then like it's hard for me to know exactly why that vision was there in the middle of a reading when I may have been talking about your child or something. OK, but you may have asked your dad to talk about the car he had when you were a child. Maybe it was his, you know, pride and joy. OK, but not everything we get from spirit comes through in story form. OK, so be patient with us because spirit gives us a lot of information, but we're only human. OK, now some of you might remember this. Uh, maybe if you're in the States listening, you may not. But there used to be a quiz show on here when I was um, a little girl. And I was very young at the time. I think it was called Sale of the Century. <laughs> OK, and basically, um, basically what happened in this show was that the contestants would stand there and there was literally a conveyor belt, you know, like you have at the supermarket. 
okay and um all these items would pass them by okay and they um they would have to remember as many as they could so it might be like two or three minutes right and all this stuff was going past them you know like um i don't know um a microwave oven and a rowing machine and a tease made and all these different things and they won whatever they could remember okay so at the end of two or three minutes you know whatever uh whatever they could remember they won and i always describe mediumship as a bit like that quiz show okay because we're given so much stuff so much information okay we've got all these things coming at us in our mind you know, like random thoughts and pictures and visions and video clips and everything we're trying to remember everything and to get as much as we can across to you but we're going to miss things okay so as i said we're only human and not everything is going to make 100 percent sense to us number four don't give the medium too much information okay i'm sure you've all heard the expression don't feed the medium okay and it's relevant because in trying to be helpful you're giving the medium all the information they need you know so they can just throw this information back at you i should say we can just throw this information back at you and come across as being a really good medium okay it's not what we want to do okay in a reading i will give information to someone and i'll say to them does that make sense okay all I want is a yes or a no so that I know I'm with or that I'm still with the correct energy for them. Okay, I'm still with the same person. I'm still with them. The energy hasn't changed. Okay, you don't need to explain to the medium why or how it makes sense. Just a yes or a no. Okay, that's fine. And I've done readings for people where I haven't been able to get a word in edgeways because the person is telling me all about their loved one. Okay, they're elaborating on every single story. Now, don't get me wrong, I love to hear about your relationship with your loved ones, okay? I love to see the photos that you have there with you, you know, so I can see, you know, was I seeing them exactly the way that they looked in their photographs, okay? But I want this to happen at the end of the reading, not during it. So, you know, once we've uh, finished up and let the energy go, then I'll say, show me your photograph or what did this mean or whatever, especially if it's something that I haven't heard before, because this might be now a new sign to me that I will know that if I feel this with somebody else that it means X, Y, or Z, okay? But by giving too much information, you can also put more pressure on the medium, okay? Because then we end up having expectations of ourselves, okay? So for example, if I'm in a reading and I'm connected with someone's granny, okay? And I know, because I can feel it, that granny was a difficult person to deal with and she could be quite what I call past remarkable in life. You know, someone who gave their opinion very freely. Uh, we have a saying in our house that it's been past remarkable, okay? But um, if you're having a read and you're telling me how nice and loving and caring and beautiful your granny was, then I might hold back from telling you exactly what your granny is saying. You know, so for example, your granny might be telling me that you shouldn't have cut your hair because it doesn't suit you. Or that granny doesn't like the person you're dating, okay? I don't want to say that because I don't want to ruin your memory of your loved one. But in knowing granny was loving and caring, you might also be very well able to recognise that she didn't hold back for giving her from giving her opinion freely, okay? So, but I put that expectation on myself that I only want to say the nice things, and then the true um, personality of your granny won't come through, okay? 
So hold back, okay? Don't give too much information. We can chat about them at the end of the reading, but let the medium give the information as it comes through, okay? Number five, write down what's on your mind. Okay, very important, okay? This is more so if you're having a psychic reading, okay? Because sometimes what you have on your mind when booking a reading isn't what comes up in the reading. Either because time has passed or because your spirit guides are more concerned with another area of your life. Like sometimes what we think is actually the issue isn't necessarily what the issue really is, okay? So in this instance, it's handy to have a list of questions or topics in front of you so that you don't forget to ask about the specific things that you had on your mind when you booked the reading, okay? It's easy to get so caught up in the reading that you forget and being prepared is a great way to avoid this, okay? Um, so, you know, if you book a reading because, I don't know, uh, because you're fed up of your job, okay? But you might not, it might not necessarily be your job that's the, the issue, okay? You might actually love your job, but you might not like the person that you, um, you're working with. Okay, there might be a new person in the department or whatever. You might not necessarily like where you're living, but because you're spending the majority of your day, like we spend eight hours a day, five days a week in a job, you know, um, you're bringing that, I suppose, tension into work with you. So, you know, in the reading, some things might come up that may not necessarily be what you had on your mind. Okay, so there's five things that I'm asking you to bear in mind, okay? Now, I know that there's other things that you can be mindful of before a reading. Okay, personally, when you book with me, you know, in your confirmation e email, you receive a checklist of ways to prepare for your reading and also some things that you can do after your readings so that you get the most out of the information that you've received in the reading, okay? I also always video record every reading because I feel that if you're trying to write everything down, then you can't listen. And I ask people, you know, listen, if you want to write stuff down, watch the replay back. You know, you'll have the video to keep forever. Okay. And also for psychic readings, I always have a follow-up call a few weeks after the reading to give someone the opportunity to ask questions that they forgot to ask on the day of their reading. Okay. Because I know, I know from experience, I've been reading now quite a few years and you know, I know that it's only when you're driving to the shops or to work or something two or three weeks after your reading that you'll remember, oh yeah, I forgot she said that. You know, what did that mean or how does that work out or whatever? And I tell people, write down those and bring them to the follow-up session, okay? So I try and cover those corners as well so that you get the most from your reading, okay? So before I let you go today, I also want to say that most mediums are booked up days, weeks, or even in some cases, months you know, in advance. So you may have to wait for a reading. Priorities can change in that time. So be open. But also if something comes up or you're not well, don't be afraid to contact your reader and ask to reschedule or postpone. They will understand, or at least they should understand. Okay. I know um, from experience for me, you know, it's difficult when you get a phone call, maybe just 30 minutes or an hour beforehand and say, well, I've been sick for a few days or whatever. You know, I can understand, but I've spent my whole day, 
you know, preparing for this reading and organizing everything around it. So it can be quite difficult when it's last minute. I totally get it. But, you know, if you have something coming up, you know, if you've had like a recent passing or you've been in hospital or you're looking after someone who's been in hospital or whatever, you know, those are things that you know in advance and you can postpone the reading. You know, so, you know, we'll try and work with you as much as we can to pick a time that best suits. Okay. So lastly, thank you for listening. Okay. This podcast is your podcast. Okay. I hope you got value from this information and it helps you when booking a reading. Please also, if you have a minute, please take time to check out my Patreon channel where you can avail of all of my episodes early and in video format. Okay. The donations from the channel help me to keep producing the podcast and the group chat within there also gives me suggestions for future episodes. Okay, because if I don't know what questions you have, I can't keep producing answers to it. Okay, because for me, things that I I think would be really, really clear for you, they might be the biggest mystery ever. Okay, so if you don't ask me, I don't know what's on your mind. Okay, so for now, I'll say goodbye and I will see you in the next episode. Until then, take care and stay safe. Discussing everything about the after-